Hello, I'm Grace Sanders, and welcome to Dad Wars, which is the new podcast game show that we like to call Dad Wars. The basic premise is that we give two contestants hypothetical situations in which they must argue that their dad would triumph through. Today, those contestants are the lovely Ryan Vint and the wonderful Leo Betru. Helping me dodge their dad's crusade is Samuel Jones. Hi, don't call me Samuel, it's what my dad calls me. Well, I guess I'm your dad now then, Sam. Fantastic. Sam was actually the creator of Dad Wars, and um, he will be judging the contestants that we have on today. That's true. Uh, Sam, do you think you'd be a DILF? <laughs> Would I be a DILF? <laughs> yeah. I don't really know if I'm a PILF, so do you have to be, as in a person, I'd like... I don't know, well, like... Well... <laughs> I think if you're going to be anything, you might as well be fuckable. You know? <laughs> do you think some DILFs only come into, like... Fuckableness once no because that doesn't make any sense because prime yeah well I mean, maybe I don't know some dads some people reach their prime when they're a dad do you think mm, oh I think definitely I did see a tweet the other day that said uh, marrying a woman is just like having a male order milf so like what? you pre-order one oh <laughs> yeah exactly you can get ahead of the game okay <laughs> okay. I don't have many thoughts on that. <laughs> well, lovely. Thank you for meeting with us today, Sam. Uh, the premise behind Dad Wars is that we are going to lead through our contestants through a series of hypothetical arguments in which they're going to argue that their dad is the best. Um, I'm going to be reading out these arguments and creating these hyper-realistic, hypothetical situations for them. It's like they're going to be there. And uh, then Sam is going to put it through our dad algorithm or dalgorithm. Um, to find the ultimate dad and father figure. So, may I first introduce to you, Leo. Hello, Leo. Hello. You know, I was I had the vague idea that I could probably give this podcast to my dad on Father's Day or something. But no, the discussion of <laughs> DILFs and PILFs has ruined, uh, ruined that endeavour. <laughs> I, I like the... Did, does your dad know that you're representing him in Dad Wars? Uh, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to tell him now because I can't show him. <laughs> I was going to say, if you won, would you tell him? But if you lost, yeah, would, no, you, yeah. would you not? Yeah, yeah, oh, no, okay, yeah, he'll never okay. know if I lost. None of you will. I'll just leave. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Can you uh, first lead us through your dad profile? Uh, okay, yeah. So a few weeks ago, you asked me to, to give my dad some ratings. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's, oh, no. let's, start, let's start off with my dad, Dr. Getachew Bachu. Uh, let's give him doctor. Yes, he is doctor wow. dad. It's, he's not a he's not a doctor. Doctor dad. He's not a doctor doctor. It's a PhD doctorate. <laughs> That's still incredibly impressive. What does he have a PhD in? It was, it was a humble brag. Okay, let me finish. Uh, so <laughs> first off, strength and agility. Mm -hmm. Well, I gave him a five, and okay. as as disappointing as he might find that, my dad is a brisk sixty-five. He is quite strong and he always has 65. been in my eyes mm -hmm. but he's not the most agile and you said strength slash agility and uh, mm -hmm. he doesn't turn very quickly so i won't give him agility <laughs> he's like a points. 16 wheeler yeah exactly <laughs> uh it's he <laughs> watching him in a narrow hallway is like the you know that scene in austin powers yeah he, <laughs> no uh, so now and then uh intelligence <laughs> he he does have that phd so i did give him a nine yeah 
What, what does he have a PhD in? I've got to ask. Civil engineering in soil mechanics. It's not the most interesting thing, but he knows his dirt. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his dirt. <laughs> what a phrase. One thing, one thing about my dad is whenever he sees a construction site, he'll always hit me with a, f- a fun fact about the dirt underneath it and all the foundation work they have to do. So that's, that's not pretty so intelligent. Yeah, no, it's not, but we have to pretend it is. <laughs> and then dadness. Now, this is a very vague one that I struggled mm. uh, I struggle thinking about. Then I remembered at some point in lockdown one, when for in the summer for about six weeks we had a barbecue at least twice a week, just straight mm-hmm. barbecue on barbecue on barbecue. That that mm-hmm. got him points. So I gave him a seven there. And then mm-hmm. you asked me for his strength. Mm-hmm. His greatest strength. And now I see that you had to correct yourself on this. <laughs> what did I say first? You said cut a mean pineapple. Yeah, and I mean and it. I, d- <laughs> I don't know how you can cut well, a mean pineapple. Well, my dad, my dad loves uh, cutting fruit and preparing fruit for it for us, and uh, I've never seen somebody, I've never seen somebody cut a pineapple so quickly and efficiently. Uh, coming from like me trying to cut a pineapple where nothing works, and it's all about you know like that center hard bit still, and you know, it, it's oh, not yeah. pretty. So yeah, I had, I had to say he cuts a mean pineapple, but then I thought that's so uh, niche and stupid. Uh, I might as well give him a more a more broad uh, strength. So I said he's he's very practical. I, I said he's very good with his hands uh, mm-hmm. in terms of gardening, building, and uh, fixing things. Me and him a few years ago built. Uh, we didn't build. We renovated one of our sheds, and uh, yeah, that's when I learned how <laughs> how much more practical than me he is. That's such, a, that's such a dad activity, renovating it is, isn't it? a shed. I would say that would increase dadness. It was in the summer. Dog. He literally knocked on my door and he just said, yeah, we got to fix this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then you asked me, what's his weakness? And this one, this, this is the thing that took me the longest time because he has no weaknesses because he's the best. But then I remembered mm-hmm. uh, my dad can operate a sat-nav in the, in the car to save his life. <laughs> He does this thing that literally drives me insane where he has his car has a built-in sat nav mm. and he has one that he bought himself because he doesn't like the one that's built in the car. <laughs> that's such a dad no, thing. No, no, you see that's a normal dad thing, but then the the bit that drives me nuts is he he turns both of them on at the same time. <laughs> and most of the time they give you different directions and we sometimes just like Whenever I have to go somewhere with my dad new, I just accept that it's going to be a half hour extra, like longer than it should be. <laughs> if there's like, if there's a T junction and they're both saying different directions, would he just just keep driving ahead? I don't. He he tr- he trusts one more than the other one, except for like I don't know. I don't know. I literally can't uh, explain it. There's no, there is no logic throughout the entirety of this. Oh, process. I trust the right sat nav more than the left one. But you know, sometimes she'll chime in with some goals. It is the one on the right side that he likes the most. I'll give you that. Pal. I love that so much. Okay, that was that was wonderful. I think we know a lot more about your dad now, but uh, we'll move swiftly on to our other contestant because we don't show favoritism here at Dad Wars to uh, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Um, hi, thank you very much. I'm here to represent my father, um, Dr. Peter <laughs> Vint. I was going to leave that bit out, but I felt I really had to drag it in there after the last conversation. Is he an actual doctor um, or does he just call himself doctor? 
nope, no, another PhD. How can you just say just PhD? Like, my dad doesn't have a GCSE in maths. So, like, this is insane to me. What does he have a... Okay, okay. Let's go through your dad profile. We'll get to questions later. Yeah. I'll start with uh, intelligence. You know, I feel that ties in. Uh, I gave him a solid nine mm. as well. He He's a very smart man. He, he got a PhD in um, sports science. Mm-hmm. Which is what he does. Uh, he worked for the Olympics for a while. He's a nerd jock. <laughs> yeah, he's a nerd a jock. Nerd jock. <laughs> that sounds like a variant of Robocop, but like <laughs> nerd jock. I mean, his origin story was really good. When he was studying sports science, he played uh, volleyball at, uh, at college. Uh-huh. And so it was Pete Vent, uh, which was his wonderful uh, slang nickname for volleyball. And uh, yeah, so he's a very smart guy. Um, his strength and agility, however, is is not as good. So I had to break this one down as well. My my dad's a strong guy, you know. Um, he's got some mass, <laughs> and you know he's he he really like we we moved houses recently, and you know he was really picking things up, moving things around. But um, he he's not fast at doing these things, but he is he can lift them. I gave him a five for that. However. I did realize that he that if we, if we're being honest in these rankings, you know, he after that moving job, he he did he he was sore for like a week, so it was it, yeah. So it's it's I'll, I'll maybe drop it down to to a four. Um, just just be respectful. Um, however, this more than is made up in his in his dadness ranking of nine. That's an impressive dadness rank. Thank you. Yeah. So my my dad, you know, he's an all American dad. Um, <laughs> If, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, Elaborate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I feel the order. I've, I've sort of goofed here, but quickly to go into a strength, then I'll go back to That's dadness because it really incorporates it. But his, uh, his strength is grilling. Mm-hmm. He, he loves cooking, but his strength, number one, is grilling. Um, this man grills like his life depends on. If it's a sunny day, he is out there on the porch grilling, no matter what. At like 6.30 a.m., like, does he begin? If it's sunny, it's sunny. <laughs> yeah, oh, if it's sunny, it's sunny. He does not stop. And so grilling, of course, classic staple dad activity. He is a he's a big dad group, which he hangs out a bunch, you know, just a bunch of dads. And they're all out on the patio cracking their brewskis. Is your dad king of the them. hill? <laughs> <laughs> I I I'll say no for him. Um, but yeah, he um he's just he he's a class he makes dad jokes a hundred percent of the time. Um he he's really I don't know why this screams dad to me, but he really love he's a soundophile audiophile, if that's what it is. Not sexually attracted to sounds, <laughs> mind you. Not not I don't oh, think good. that's what I mean, but he, he really likes his like Yeah. <laughs> He really loves his speaker systems and such. Ooh. So there's something about him, you know, just when when he really starts sitting there in the middle of the living room with a surround system listening to Radiohead. Like, for me, that just screams Your dad, dad. misses Radiohead. Um, I was going to say, Radiohead yeah. is not a dad band. I, no, Radiohead is a dad band. Is I it? think Yeah, I, I think it's very daddy. My, yeah. my dad listens to, like, Cradle of Filth and stuff what? like oh. that. 
like proper death metal bands. I feel like Radiohead is a toned down dad I, band, I, if anything. I literally don't think my dad has listened to a song post nineteen ninety. My my dad's a massive Dire Straits fan. Mine as well. So yeah, <laughs> see, so we've got a split here already between dad legacy. Um, but yeah, I'll move on to his weakness. Um, my dad's greatest weakness is that he uses twenty words when four would suffice. <laughs> I, w- I would love to say that, you know, I struggled to come up with this answer, but I did not struggle to come up with this answer. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, you know, dads love giving classic dad advice to their sons, you know. There is time to just leave the room halfway through and, you know. <laughs> That's some disrespect. <laughs> I know. I feel bad about it but now. But then come back and he's still talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I... I really, you know, it's because he, he's a smart guy and he, he really just wants to share his knowledge. He just has the problem of using like three different analogies, which all mean exactly the same thing. So he's halfway through the second one and you're like, I know where this is going. I I got the point of this from the first one, Dad. But yeah, I mean, at this point in life, you know, my entire family has <laughs> mentioned it to him. <laughs> and it's now just a, a, a running joke in the family. But yeah, that... That is disgraceful. So, yeah, that's that's Peter, Doctor Peter Vint for you. I, I love that both of your dads are doctors. That's absolutely insane to me. But we did have another brief conversation about how many people both of your dads dad, and there was a stark difference in the amount of dadding that oh. was going on sibling wise. Yeah, there was. <laughs> yeah, there, there was. Would you say? Having uh, what did you say that you're one of five or you have one and five? No, no I am one of five. That's great. One of five brothers yep. as well. Yep, five consecutive sons. All hits, no misses. <laughs> Brilliant. Clearly, you've got a lot to talk about your dads. I'm actually very impressed. I feel like if someone asked me about my dad, I'd be like, yeah. That was all I've got to say about him. He's like, what more can I ask from him? Do you know what I mean? I used to pull out my dad's earrings when I was a baby. I'm so glad you said earrings. Your dad's got earrings? Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the one earring and the one ear that I pulled out multiple times, I think. So at a certain point, he's like, I'm going to stop putting this in here. I love that your dad wears an earring as well. That's so cool. I feel like I'm getting painted a wonderful picture of wonderful dads right now. So what else to do apart from to pit them against each other in the ultimate battle of hypothetical situations? Right now, we're going to enter swiftly enter uh, round one, which is entitled Far From The Dadding Crowd. And this round is going to be based upon two hypothetical situations, which is going to be based upon both Leo's and uh, Ryan's dad's respective strengths so first we're going to go through leo and then ryan is going to have a small rebuttal and then we're going to go through ryan and then leo's going to have a small rebuttal i hope that makes sense so leo here is your first question leo is dead and long live leo (laughs) but but luckily in the one million one million dollar man style we have the technology to rebuild him and your dad is the perfect man for the job Armed with his talents for handiwork, Mr. Vetru sets about to build you better, faster, and stronger. 
Which three new cyborg talents does your dad give you? And we want you to keep this as realistic and original as possible, so no laser eyes, no Terminator. We're thinking more along the lines of, like, you know robots with Rodney Copperbottom where his dad is also, like, a washing machine on his torso? Along the lines of that. What would my dad give me? Okay. Yeah, what three, what three like, new, newly built abilities would your dad give you? Try and channel your dad's sonar right now. My dad's sonar? Okay, first of all, <laughs> this one's, this one's quick. My dad would, in my torso, my torso would be an empty, like, container, and inside it would be nothing but fish pellets, because we have a pond, and my dad loves those fish almost as much as, or maybe more than he loves me, and he's always feeding these fish. Right now, I don't know if you guys have seen, it's been snowing, and it's frozen over, and my dad is, oh, no. it's, he's so concerned for them, but he's like, no, they, they should be fine, and then he peers over just to see them, he's like, no, they're fine. We have a, ca- he put a cage over them, because we kept having these herons coming in. Uh, for Father's Day a few a few years ago, I got like a plastic heron, you know, like the bird, to to fend off other ones, and he loved it. He's like, "This is perfect. Now they're going to be safe." So that's the first one I'll give my dad. So not only is he dadding five sons, he's dadding like also... like nineteen. So fish. many fish. <laughs> Secondly, my chest would. Mm-hmm. So let's say my, from my ribcage bottom, like below that, up until mm-hmm. like my waist. Let's call that the the fish food uh, container. The fish food container. Then from like my chest, my neck down to like the, the, the bottom of my rib cage, let's replace mm. that with a toolbox, because he's always oh, fixing. Okay. He's always fixing shit. Mm. Toolbox plus uh, like a shit to hold gardening stuff in, because he mm. during the spring, my dad like we have a, a quite a big garden, and he converted like a corner of it into a farm where he we grew all these different things. So I'll give him that as well. Mm, the last one. Um, let me let me think about this one. What does my dad like doing? My dad has a near religious devotion to watching a history channel, like crappy history channel, uh, like you know the sh- you know the shows like Storage Wars and Pawn Stars and uh... yes, Lizard Lick Towing. Oh my god, it drives me nuts. It dri- I hate I hate those shows. But he he watches them. He'll rewatch episodes again and again. Like you you know that the thing costs that much because you've seen it before. But no, we watch it nonetheless. So, my uh, face, Your my face, fa- yeah, my face. No, not my face. My back is a TV. Oh, okay. My back is a TV that has all <laughs> episodes of Storage Wars, Pawn Stars, American Pickers, uh, and all these like antiquing TV shows that he likes. So those those are the three modifications that I've given I've given my dad, and then my dad has given me. Sorry. <laughs> With the chance to rebuild one of his sons, he has, on your back, given you the full subscription to Dave Channel, and on your front has a pellets for his beloved fish, and also a toolbox on your chest to contain his tools and his gardening accoutrements. Yep. I love that. Ryan, how say you? Well, I don't know quite what to say that uh, to begin with. <laughs> I'd start by saying I'm shocked that uh, he wouldn't install a third GPS on you just to be extra sure where he's going. Um, <laughs> but I hate to say it, but you know, I feel some I feel some of those uh, modifications maybe maybe aren't the most 
useful modifications. They are to him. Uh, on... Technically, he could just glue a pouch. <laughs> if, like right now, if he came <laughs> I... in and glued a pouch of fish food to the front of you. He just put, gives me a poncho. With you like could a... do that now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was about to say, literally, like maybe just like gave you like a, a uh, what do you guys call it? In America, we call it a fanny pack. It's a bum bag here, I think. Oh, a bum bag. Bum bag, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah bum bag. I mean, he's really changing your entire torso to, to be a tub of fish food when he could give you a bum bag out of your front. I think, I think maybe, maybe there's just something in there, but in the life of my entire torso is turned yeah, that's cool. into that's a, that's a, a story. Oh, oh, this. And it's, by the way, it's transparent so people can see inside. <laughs> so you can see how full the fish food is at any time. If you need a reef. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we've had quite enough. Sam, uh, look, with the dad powers that be, what are we awarding Leo for his changes that his dad has made to him? Well, it, it something that strikes out to me is the, we, were, we were looking to make Leo, I mean, this is a hard thing to do, but better. Um, with, with these sort of advancements, and it seems like we're just making Leo more convenient to be around, <laughs> putting putting things we can we we can place things in him. But I do like no, the idea. No, 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 no. You can only place fish food. Oh, uh, sorry. Gardening equipment and tools. <laughs> and well, History Channel episodes. I'd be lying if I said a dad would not just make their son more convenient to be around. Because mm. I do like the idea of your dad. Like coming to your room and like knocking, you're like, "What?" He's like, "I need to feed the fish. Can you come with me?" <laughs> and then you're like, "Fine," and you go with him. But I, I mean, it's very torso focused. You, you, I feel like your legs are the same, your heads are the same, your arms are the same, and I'm like, "There's a lot packed into that body." You can't fix perfection. Okay. Well, I think. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm impressed by the the daddiness of these answers. So I'm gonna say, that's a solid seven for me. Let's go. That means nothing so far. <laughs> I didn't say what it was out of. Scheme of things. It means I'm. It means I'm in the lead right now. It does. It also means technically it does. Uh, and with that, we'll move swiftly on to Ryan's question. For Ryan, Jamie Oliver has gone mad and has taken over the world. Our only hope is providing uh, is proving to him that we can create good home cooked fast food, or we will all be destroyed. Your dad is chosen by the Pentagon to grill his way out of World War Three. Give the give the three course meal that your dad feeds to Jamie Oliver to placate him or placate him. I don't know how to say that word. Um, since your dad's talent is grilling, we will expect all three meals to be made through some grilling variant. Okay. Um, <clears throat> prepared to be wowed. <laughs> uh, let me let me start you off with uh with this bad boy. The starting course. Uh, my my father, manning the grill, spatulas in both hands. No, a tong in one oh. hand. Important detail. Yes, uh, it, it very important. Um, the the first dish will be a a salad of some sort because we know the enemy, right? We know it's Jamie Oliver, right? We won't win him over with with anything too meaty as an appetizer. He just won't have that. So my dad probably would uh go around the way of doing like a grilled salad of mm -hmm. sorts i know it seems weird but my dad he will grill lettuce leaves <laughs> that is that is such a dad thing to do 
<laughs> yeah, he will do it. And don't you dare think Jamie Oliver could stop him from doing it. He'll throw that bad boy on. He'll probably grill some tomatoes on there. He loves grilling tomatoes. He'll grill some onions as well. He does a Mediterranean salad back at home, which is like some grilled onions. Get that char on it nice and good. You know, you can get that grilled tomato. You can also throw garlic cloves on the grill and then like make a sauce with that sort of like grilled garliciness. Yeah, that's course one. Um, I think you're really advertising the grill to us at this point. Well, it's what he would want. <laughs> <laughs> now, the second meal, I think out of anything, he'd, he'd make a grilled salmon. Mm. That's what he loves. If, if we're just being honest, there's, there's nothing wild here. You know, he just loves grilling salmon. I think it used to be me and my brother, we, we're, we're big steak guys, you know? However, my mom is not a big, big steak gal, as it is. <laughs> I hope one day I'm described as a big steak gal. <laughs> That's what we all can be hoped for. But, but not my mom. She's, she, she, you know, she prefers, she's a big salmon gal. <laughs> and, uh, and because of that, you know, my dad being a dad, you always got to put your lady first. Aww. So he grills salmon all the time. <laughs> So I think that's what he'd do, and I think Jamie Oliver would also appreciate that uh, quite a bit. And then finally, we go on to the hardest course to do grilled um, dessert. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to grill it, man. There's no other way out of this. Yeah, you've got to grill it. Um, okay, let's let's think about this logically. What what would my dad do if forced to grill a dessert? Boy, what what would my dad <laughs> do if asked to grill a dessert? You see, my family is very much a you know go out for dessert sort of family. We don't, you know, as my dad's a grill man, he he does not often dwell uh, delve into the realm of uh, of desserts. But I'll 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 dare say this: this is going to sound wacky and zany to all of you here today. <laughs> But let me let me try and get you right. Tomatoes, we all know, have natural sweetness in them, right? Okay. If you grill them, they they get sweeter. That that's how they work, right? Mm -hmm. And when when I was a kid, my family had an ice cream machine, which which we'd make like homemade ice cream in. So I dare say, if forced to do it, he'd make like a tomato basil ice cream. You know that, like, with like some maybe like panna cotta or something on top. You know, and that if forced to do anything, I believe that's what my dad would do: grill some tomatoes, mm -hmm. chuck it in an ice cream machine, and then serve it up on in a bowl. And is that your final answer? That is my final answer and my only answer. How beautiful! Uh, before we shortly go on to Leah, did you realize that you could also grill any other fruit as well as tomato? Oh! <laughs> Can I take back my final answer? I have a dessert he's not. actually done Absolutely on the grill. <laughs> oh, Wait, what is the dessert? I'm curious. Oh, it's, it's like grilled peaches and oh, ice cream. And like a crumble, like a grilled peach crumble. Think of the that, he's lost. that actually makes sense. It would have been beautiful. Man. But wow, I Leah, oh. how... How do you counter this? Well, see, the thing is, I, t I took several notes here because... Uh, I did see you yeah, taking notes. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm going to read these out. I wrote, a dad isn't a dad if he grills without a beer in hand. And you said he had a spatula and tongs in in, in uh, both hands. So mm -hmm. po I, I expect points taken off for that. Good detail. 
Uh, grilled salad. I'm just going to commend you because, yeah, that's a very dad thing to do. <laughs> this one says tomato basil ice cream. Ew. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I think that's maybe just closed-mindedness. Have you tried it? I don't understand. Where does the grill come in that? Why? Why? Okay. Why grill? Okay. The... Let, let, let me break this down. For you. <laughs> let, let me break this down for you real quick. Okay. First things first. My my father had one rule when I was a kid when it came to eating foods, which was the no thank you bite. You're not allowed to say you don't like a food until you at least have one bite of that food. That's then a good dad rule. You can determine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a classic dad rule, and thus you already saying you to it without even trying it. My my dad would be disgraced upon you. <laughs> my my dad had a rule that was uh, don't eat weird things and. <laughs> I got this far. Got me here, so. Well, my dad had a rule that was put that down. (laughs) That's referring to his earring. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and second off, grilling tomatoes. It's a classic thing. It makes tomatoes more sweet. That's just a fact. I was really hoping he'd say, like, he'd grill an ice cream. Like, imagine eating a. (laughs) Imagine eating a magnum and there's just, like, grill marks on it. (laughs) There's gotta be some way to do it. (laughs) <laughs> i think you can deep fry a magnum though so i feel like if you deep fried it then grilled it maybe we would have something there but you, you didn't you didn't say that anyway if, if there's any dads listening and they want to grill a magnum, i'm sure there are just be... there's a community of dads taking notes like these guys are onto something <laughs> like, Spot on as well. we love the bame podcast and so now we're here <laughs> for the dad wars podcast <laughs> Which we like equally as much. Oh, that's nice. Very dad thing yeah, to say. Yeah, they're um, really supportive. Right, okay, Sam, what are we awarding Ryan? Well, I was very impressed um, for this, the salad answer. That's a very dad, dad answer, a very like understandable thing. And Jamie Oliver himself couldn't really complain about that because he's a, all like a healthy man, even though he doesn't really look it. But um, I'm sorry, Jamie. Swing. Got him. Well, Jamie Oliver's a bad dad because he named his kid like Rainbow Apple. Zigzag yeah. or whatever he named his kid. It's really weird. Anyway, <laughs> grilled salmon. I think it's a good answer as well. I think that's a solid dad. Like my dad makes salmon. So mm-hmm. um, the first mention of mums as well. That's a, one of my notes here. Says considerate to wife. So <laughs> top there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then with dessert, you gotta see. You, you know, you let yourself down when you realised it was the pe- the peaches. I, I, un- so I understand. I've got a, I, I accept it. I've, I can't look past that. But uh, and, and the beer point was a very good point from Leah. But the uh, comeback with um, the no thank you, whatever the, that rule, kind of evened it all out. So I'm gonna have to say, overall, it's a five from me. It's a five. Oh, wow! Oh wow! I'm very sorry, Dad. It's, it's all all to play for. Still, as we make, as as I could change the rules at any point. I'm sorry, but uh, I I googled Jamie Oliver's kids' names, and this is the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's great. It's you've, great. You've got Poppy, Honey, Rosie Oliver. You've got Petal Blossom, Rainbow Oliver. You have Buddy Bear, Maurice Oliver. Boogie Bear. You have River oh. Rocket, Blue Dallas Oliver, and you have Daisy Blue Pamela Oliver. He hates his kids. <laughs> he hates his kids. <laughs> if Jamie Oliver comes on Dad Wars, he's losing. <laughs> he's losing. <laughs> well, we've already marked down 
the worst dad. It can only go up from here. Yeah. All yeah. dads, all dads <laughs> yeah. are winners I'll, if I'll they're not it. Jamie Oliver. <laughs> if they're not Jamie Oliver. Uh, moving swiftly on to round two. Can I say well done to both of you guys just there? I could feel the dad energy coming through this. Um, round two is very similar to round one, except these hypothetical, hyper-realistic situations are based upon your dad's weaknesses. So get ready. To switch it up now, we're going to go in the order of Ryan Leo, so get ready. Round two is something that I like to call Breaking Dad. And here we go, Ryan, your first question here. Thank goodness world peace is on the horizon. All of the world leaders have been asked to speak at a special summit. So is the president of the US, Joe Biden. Unfortunately, he's so sleepy, he slept through the entire plane ride and forgot to plan his speech. Your dad has been contacted to write the speech for him. But be warned, if Sleepy Joe gets the speech wrong, or God forbid it goes on for too long, our chances of world peace will be destroyed. What does your dad do? Well, my dad does what he does best. <laughs> <laughs> While I, I will say, it, it will likely have a few, a lot of allegories within this speech. All of them will drive home this concept of world mm. peace, peace within it. He will make sure the world truly understands that we mean peace. <laughs> if they walk away with any message, it will be world peace. And because of this aspect, when it comes to an issue as grave as world peace, it's, it's best to make sure, you know, you don't want to be impulsive. You don't want to skip over a comment. You really want to drive home any concept. And I realize Sleepy Joe, boy, he is sleepy. <laughs> But let me tell you, the allegories, at least they're different, you know? it's They all have the same morals in the end, but you know what? Every single book ever written is has the motif of appearance versus reality, but we all are here reading them anyways. So you know what? I think in, in that sense, I think my, my dad could write a perfectly good speech, and I think world peace would be ushered into a new grand era. Even if it was three hours long. Even if it was, mayhaps, a bit lengthier than it should be. <laughs> Leo, what do you have to say about that? I just love this image of uh, all of us in like a, in a nuclear winter. Like, we're, we're all huddled <laughs> underneath in like a subway or something. And we're just like, man, who knew that one long-winded speech would push the North Koreans over the edge? And uh, <laughs> here we are. I don't know. With with presidential speeches, apparently, uh, especially ones about peace, you can't, you really have to be like good with them because no nobody wants to sit there snoring you know three hours i i don't understand anything that's three hours my lectures boo nothing <laughs> so uh yeah I, I think i think short and sweet is the route to peace however uh, <laughs> if i may um <laughs> if if i may <laughs> the world's already close to peace as, as prefaced in this setup oh, okay. um yeah. You you said the world is coming to is coming to speech and it's now just being finalized. If everyone falls asleep in the meeting, you know what? It's fine. No damage done. You've got. You have got. <laughs> we me, all eh? were basically there. <laughs> I just like this is Iran is so irate and they're like we're gonna we're gonna push these buttons and then they hear the speech and they're like what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Sam, what do you have to say about that? I'm I'm 
I don't know what to think. I mean, the, your your allegory with the uh, you know the appearance and reality thing, it got me mm. thinking about one uh, the the tortoise and the hare. And if you take any lesson away from that, <laughs> it's slow and steady wins the race. And I do. Mm. I, I I would agree that a short and sweet would make sense, but the idea of all these different nations falling asleep because of your dad's boring speech that he gave to Sleepy Joe. That's more, that's, that's more unity than we've had in, you know, millennia. Before, like, we, we had, like, one person, and he was like, I, I kind of like myself. But he wasn't really sure. That was the most unity we've had. And I think, sure, it might turn the rest of the world against the US. But let's be realistic here. They're kind of the way things are going. <laughs> I think I think your dad's on the right track there. I mean, I I would agree. Going a bit over with the um, with keeping it getting around the idea of keeping it short by just sort of going with no, it has to be allegories. So I'm gonna have to take that into mm-hmm. consideration. So I will actually give this an eight. Very impressive. And with that, it's still all to play for. I might add. We go on to the second half of round two, which is the hypothetical situation for Leo's dad. It goes a little something like this. Oh no, a dad disaster has struck. In the middle of pandemic, thousands of dads suddenly need to drive to Barnard Castle in Durham to check their eyesight. Luckily, the clever, clever government has removed all signage for the landmark and make Google Maps illegal in an attempt to unstop unnecessarily travel. Your dad is elected to lead everyone by reading the only sat-nav left in existence, bringing dads everywhere to safety. Ah... <sighs> Okay, first of all, I'll, I'll, I'll start off by, by looking at all these dads, and I, I tell them, I say, we're going to reach this destination. There's no ifs, buts, and maybes about that. However, mm-hmm. it'll take us at least three days longer than it normally would. And you got to just come to grips with it. Don't be angry, because I've been in, in car journeys with my dad. I'm like, please, just listen to one of them. But the second you let it go and just accept that this uh, this journey is longer than it, than a traditional one, but just accept this is a longer journey. Then all we can all come together and just just feel happy. N- notice how I'm not saying my dad is going to deal with the situation. I've accepted the situation. Now they need to <laughs> is my point. My what I'm here to do is to to help these dads come to grips with the fact that we're not getting there when you think we're getting there. <laughs> the sat nav says twenty minutes. Listen, it's going to be at least 50. <laughs> so your argument is just, that... Just deal with it. It will happen. Yeah, it's inevitable. But uh, the the duration of time in which it will happen is questionable. Yes. It's, it's up in the air. There's literally nothing you can do about it. You have no influence. I like the message of unity, but Ryan, what have you got to say about that? <clears throat> I wanted to say... Um... First off, I think it's great. I think the role of a son a lot is to accept your dad's weaknesses and <laughs> brace other people for that weakness. I think that's a key part of being what a son is. My main thing is it's it's a bunch of dads who are trying to get here, right? Yeah. That's that's the key thing. They're all dads. And if I know if I know anything about dads, they're sleepy guys. You know? Dads love napping. They love sleeping in. <laughs> they 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 love sleep. And let me tell you, if they're if they're ready to go for a 30-minute drive down to What's-A-Who's-It Castle, <laughs> then <laughs> if, they're, if they're buckled down ready for that, you know, these, these dads, if they're, if they're there taking, what, did you say three days before? 
there's going to be accidents everywhere. Half the dads are not going to make it. They're going to be asleep at the wheel. You know, I, I, I'm genuinely concerned for all the dad's safety. And I, I think it would be the end of dad kind. I think that's a bit dramatic. Uh, yeah, if you, I accept that several dads will be lost on the journey. But, you know, it's a sacrifice you have to make. <laughs> no dad behind. No, no dad left behind. <laughs> I think enough said. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on this one. I literally just rolled over and said, "There's nothing that's going to happen." <laughs> you're just gonna have to take it. <laughs> I think both of you have made some very interesting points there about dad kind, and you've really brought it into the real world. So, Sam, if we're gonna mark this answer, what are we gonna mark it as? Well, here at Dad Wars. Dads are our top priority. <laughs> oh, and so I, I have to agree with the sentiment of no dad left behind. And while I can understand the, uh, the sort of perspective of accepting the weakness, dealing with it three days, I was reminded of the old adage, the tortoise and their hair, in uh, which <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. But that's kind of bullshit, really. Because... <laughs> that's not how the really. story goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but realistically, I mean... Three days, it, dads are sleepy and they're impatient. I feel like mm. your if you, your dad may have been elected, but other dads may they're arrogant. They may come like, "Oh, I should be the one doing this," and I, I'm I'm not convinced that just telling them to accept that it will, that it will happen this way is the best way to to placate the dads. That's how you say the word, right? And oh, um, you. you stammer up the first syllable. Um, but I I mean I I admire that. You, you've come to terms with the situation. Um, and I'm sure you would at least try to get others to come to terms with the situation. But I think I'll have to mark it a four. That is shocking. Devastating. As as we are moving into the final round, round three, I can tell you right now that Leo is on 11 dad points. But also at the same time, Ryan is on 13 Dad points. This one's for you, Dad. It all comes down to round three, which is what could possibly be one of the most important rounds in any game in history. It's the question asked or told even all over playgrounds in the UK. The world. In the world, in front of takeaways during the daytime. Can my dad beat up your dad? So we move shortly into round three, the final round, Dad Max Thunderdome, where I ask both of you to battle it out in a game of wits with whose dad would win in a fight. Now, if I could jump in here, the way I've decided to mark this is I'm going to allocate points as I go based on how much I like answers, or at least the sort of responses you give to one another. So, Grace, I don't know if you have a way to start this off, but I have a, a beginning question that can maybe prompt things to go. Go for it. What is your dad's weapon of choice in this fight? Whether he chooses a weapon or not. Uh, what would he use to get the edge in the fight? Uh, I'll, I'll say a, uh, a Batman-style utility belt, but it has all the tools that he needs. So like a hammer on one side, screwdriver here, some loose nails over there. Interesting, interesting. Ryan? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 
similar to my previous thing. You know, my dad's always in the kitchen, so he's going to have his kitchen gear on him. You know, he'll he'll have one of those one of those, you know, chef rolls with with all with some tongs, a spatula. But most importantly, you forget the most key tool in the kitchen, a chef's knife. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hate to do it to your dad. But, you know, if we're going into all dad out combat, then dad out combat. my dad's my dad's bringing his best. His Did best I say my dad, my dad's utility belt has a gun? <laughs> 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 we are not allowing automatic weapons here at Dad Wars. At what point is this? My dad could beat you up in a fight or my dad could murder your dad. <laughs> my dad could black your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I can't believe he brought a gun to a dad fight, you know? <laughs> I think that's a very that's a very interesting comment because I do feel like with the hammer, Leo, there is a certain amount of damage that can be done with a hammer. But I think my question is to the both of you: whose dad would strike first? Uh, mine, because he's cool. <laughs> my cause my he's dad cool. wouldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my yeah, my, my dad's a man of peace. You know he. He he doesn't want war, but he will fight if war is brought to him. <laughs> well, my dad is simply built different, as I said before. So that's... <laughs> that, that is true. Um, <laughs> like how you accept that that is the truth. But <laughs> well, that's true. But built different doesn't always mean built better, if I may say that. Um... Well, uh, one advantage my dad will have is the the dad. Thunderdome or whatever was uh, was built by my dad because he's an engineer and he he built the built it specifically so that the foundation was like it was like clay on one side and hard uh like stone on the other side so the building would sink and he strategically stood on the bit that was hard so your the bit of the building where your dad is falls down because my dad's cool. Well, first off, uh, referees. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I believe this is clearly unfair fighting. Hey, that, uh, there are no the rules. It's two dads doing. enter the Thunderdome, one dad exits. <laughs> All right. Well, listen here. The the one advantage my dad would have over your dad, however, is that my dad is a sports scientist, which means he knows the human anatomy like like the back of his hand. He he knows exactly where to where to punch where to where to shank if we're going there. <laughs> I'm a sports scientist. I know where to shank this individual. <laughs> hey, listen you you know you know the right muscles. You know the right arteries. Your da- your dad's gone. You know, so I <laughs> gone in a nice friendly way of which you know he wins in a fight and your dad makes a makes a quick recovery. <laughs> Your dad's just going to cut mine. That's like, that's not cool. Your dad's collapsing a building under my dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's not cool. That's so cool. cool. That's like Godzilla cool. Yeah, because when we all think of fighting, we always think, oh yeah, the person who plays dirty so a fight doesn't even happen is the cool one (laughs) in the fight. (laughs) That is a good question, though. I think one of the uh, last prompts might be, if we, I don't know how games work, but if we held Shift X, what would be your dad's special move? Oh, okay, I'll go. I believe 
my dad's special move, building on his his about his ability suite. Mm -hmm. I think I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with like the uh, the Mortal Kombat games or anything of that sort, but <laughs> you sound like a dad now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Mortal Kombat thing. He he'll go and very um, he'll just. It's a very quick sort of special move, right? Just like a karate chop, like into the neck, and your dad just like collapses to the ground, you know, like quick pass out, sort of like quick attack, and that's it. Okay. W one and done. A one hit. One and okay, done. Yeah. One hit wonder. That would be your special move, Leo. What is your dad's? Yeah, special my move? my dad's special move would be the greatest piece of deception in in all of wartime <laughs> history. What he'd do is he'd say, "Hey." Let's 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 be friends, and then he he'd chop a pineapple, and he'd say, "Look how quickly I did that." And he'd say, "Here, have a piece," and your dad would be, "Oh, thanks," and then he'd chew it. But it's the hard, like center bit of the pineapple, and your dad chokes. Uh, yeah, that's it. And he, my dad would be yeah. laughing. That's he'd be, "Haha, you fool! I got you." <laughs> I think that could work, except you you forget one simple thing about that. My dad loves food. You really think he won't know the white bit of the pineapple from the rest of it? You think my dad would just willingly choke on a piece of hard pineapple? <laughs> That's foolish. My dad grills pineapples. <laughs> he knows them just as well as yours. I think on that note, some of you made all of the notes that you can in this fight. Uh, I've got I've got room for one more, so I feel like I should ask one more question. But just cause just to make it even, because I'm looking at my scores. Uh, but I've got to ask it to Leo only. That means that means I am so low on the points. <laughs> no, it means so far because based on we're doing like rebuttal, 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 it's like e odd at the moment. Um, Leo, what would be your dad's Fortnite victory dance? If once he'd won, if he won, if if he and won. Ryan, you cannot weigh in on this to keep what things would, fair. What would be his Fortnite victory? That's fair. Wait, any dance? What would it be his victory celebration move? Ah, see, now it'd be it'd be one of two things. It would either be the traditional Ethiopian Eskista dance, which is well, I'm Ethiopian. My dad's the most proud Ethiopian I know, and he he can do he. It's like this dance where you shake your shoulders and your hips. He can do it like nobody. I said he looked 65 before. Now, when he does that, he looks younger than me. It'd either be that, or it would be some, like, Motown uh, 1960s soul music, uh, like, jo like snapping the fingers, dropping the shoulders type dance. It'd be one of those two. Okay. Could it be a mix of the both? Like, one half of his body was doing one, and I the mean, other half of his I, body I was I honestly other. don't think his bones could take it, but yeah, Okay, I'm just tallying up the scores to talk amongst yourselves. No. Okay. <laughs> this is war. <laughs> Out of curiosity, Ryan, what would yours be? My dad's victory dance? I think for me, is like, when I was a kid, like, whenever we'd be at, like, in any public place, these classic dads love embarrassing the absolute shit out of their mm -hmm. children. Um, like, I remember vividly, like, I think it'd just be, like, a very, like, over-exaggerated skip and, like, really, like, putting his arms into it and stuff like that. Like, I, I can remember vividly, like, in, in Disneyland, like, my, my dad just aggressively skipping down the, down the, <laughs> down the street at Disneyland and me and my brother trying to 
be as least associated with him as possible. <laughs> All right, I have an answer. So, just as a general rule, I mean, it was very, very hard to decide. So I was just sort of attributing points as I went. Um, but I agreed with most of uh, what was said. Um, although I, I will say I disapproved of um, uh, the, the use of the anatomy to know where to stab someone. Um, <laughs> hey, I said if it okay. came to it. <laughs> but I also think that using, you know, the building around him uh, to, to sort of work around that's that's fighting smart that's not then that, 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 i like that um obviously as long as the other dad doesn't die um although the, the <laughs> rebuttal with um build built different doesn't mean built better was very very strong so in this round mm, yeah yeah leo got 34 points what Jeez. and ryan nice. got 30 one point let's go so if you put that into the final total oh so we're doing the algorithm right now that is incredibly close would you like to announce the winner sam the winner of dad was is dr leo's dad Woo! congratulations congratulations by leo. one point by one point we may, we, yes, we may add that. The final score is tallied up to Ryan 44 and Leo 45, which I think is incredibly close. Um, we may even need a rematch at some point in the future, but up until this time, Mr. Leo's Dr. Dad, he has won. What do, uh, or speaking on behalf of your dad, what do you have to say about this? He'd say, uh, he'd say Ryan's dad fought valiantly. But he just Aww. wasn't built different enough. So <laughs> <laughs> And now we've had we've had the wonderful Victor's speech. Now, on behalf of your dad Ryan, what would you have to say about losing dad was tonight? My my dad, he he he'd he'd say, Well done, you know? My my dad's not a spiteful man. He'd he he would he would shake your dad's hand after the recovery from a building collapsing on him. <laughs> and uh <laughs> And he'd shake his hand and say, well, well done. Um, I, I personally believe that, you know, maybe I just didn't do my dad justice in this fight. Because um, I know that he is, for a fact, the best dad. But, um, but mayhaps in the future, we will be able to settle this once and for all. And my dad can reclaim the title in the public's eye as best dad. Well, I mean, that's the lesson we want to take away is that all dads are the best dad and all dads are one. So please don't ask for a recount. Except for Jamie <laughs> Oliver. He's the worst. Except for Jamie Oliver. Except, for, except for Jamie Oliver. Honestly. Well, I think that's where we leave you tonight on Dad Wars. Uh, thank you for listening. I have been Grace Sanders. Our um, dad in the sky has been Sam Jones. I have no and children. Two, <laughs> two that you know of. And our two contestants are Leo and Ryan, and a big round of applause to both of their dads for competing tonight. I'm not going to lie, I forgot both of their names, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, so yes, thank you very much for listening. Dad Wars is a York Comedy Song production, written by Grace Sanders and Sam Jones, hosted by Grace Sanders and judged by Sam Jones. Featuring Leo Betrew and Brian Bint, edited by Ellen Finch, music by Emily Brighty. 